This month's episode of Pick Your Path, entitled, You Are an Agent of Crash. This is episode 2.5, where the choices will be made for you, and the ending you will receive is what I consider the best ending. When I originally conceived of this story, I wasn't concerned with one path being the ultimate path, but I enjoy this ending the best and believe it provides a complete story. To listen to this episode with choices, check out episode 2. Coming up on July 1st, you'll be able to listen to episode 3, Theme Park Paragon, written by David King. Our theme song was created by Christopher Wrigley, and you can commission jingles from his company Bunhouse Jingles at customjingles.net. Our fantastic logo was done by Wayne Jansen, and you can find more of his art at waynejansen.com. Pick Your Path is narrated by Matt Hawley and created and edited by Matt Benson. Chapter 1 The CIA has called you in to work on a special task force known as Crash. Citizens recruited against spy hunters your boss, Sanders Thompson, has chosen you for your skills in disguise and undercover work. He is sitting behind his desk, reviewing files when you enter. Agent, I'm glad you're here. I've already lost three good operatives going after the spy hunter, the Kraken. He is the one who took out Lockington a few months ago. You nod gravely. After Lockington was killed in action, Crash was only able to trace his assassin's whereabouts to the Franklin Club. We believe the Kraken is working for a mysterious benefactor. We prefer you take the Kraken in alive. I'll let you review the files. I want you out of here looking for him today. He hands you several folders, packed with information. You thank him and go to your office. Although there is no clear picture of the Kraken, you would be able to recognize him. After reading the files, you believe the Kraken could be hiding in a house at Chesapeake Beach. You've also noticed an associate of the Kraken named Jorge Gemini Jimenez has been spotted at the DC Aquarium recently. Thirdly, you recognize the weapon he used to kill spies as custom-made, and by someone who has acted as an informant for Crash before. To go to the beach house. Skip to chapter 2. To go to the DC Aquarium. Skip to chapter 29. To go to the weapons manufacturer. Skip to chapter 74. Chapter 2 You reach the beach house by mid-afternoon. It's a two-story right on the sand. There is one car in the driveway. You're dressed like a beach bum so as to not draw attention to yourself. You sit on a sandy dune and use the zoom view on your communicator. While pretending to be watching the waves, you glance over into the windows of the beach house. You spy a woman with dark hair on the bottom floor. She is sitting in a chair with her back to you. You could knock on the door and make an excuse to ask her some questions, or you could wait to see if anyone else arrives. To knock on the door, skip to chapter 4. To wait and see if anyone else arrives, skip to chapter 3.
Chapter 4 You approach the beach house door and knock. There is no answer. You are certain you saw a woman in the house. You can try to break in or check the car in the driveway. To break in by picking the lock, go to Chapter 5. To check the car, go to Chapter 16. Chapter 5 You slip the lock pick into the doorknob, but find the door unlocked. You carefully open the door and check the front room. Slowly, you check down the hall and into the kitchen. The beach house is well decorated. Dirty dishes in the sink and sandy shoe prints prove that someone was recently in the house. There is a stairwell in the living room, and one door on the first floor is closed. You realize this door leads to the room where the woman was sitting. To go upstairs, skip to chapter 12. To check the closed door, skip to chapter 6. Chapter 12 Creeping up the stairs, you make sure not to have a squeaky step. There are two doors upstairs. One to the right, and one to the left. The door to the right is open, and the door to the left is closed. To go to the right, skip to chapter 13. To go to the left, skip to chapter 23. Chapter 23 You use your lockpick and enter the door on the left. The room appears to be an office. There is a small closet in the corner of the room. A monitor on top of the desk is turned off. There are various papers strewn about the desk. There is a name that appears on several of them. Lockington. That was Crash's best agent to be killed by the Kraken. You also knew him well. You read a few of the papers trying to piece together what they mean. Most are receipts and financial accounts. It looks like Lockington had a secret stash of money and the Kraken is trying to get it through counterfeiting documents. You scan a few with your communicator to bring back to HQ. As you are sorting through the papers on the desk, you knock over a paperweight with a thud. Just then you hear footsteps on the stairs. You could hide in the closet or under the desk. To hide in the closet, skip to chapter 25. To hide under the desk, skip to chapter 24. Chapter 25 You're able to leave the closet door open just enough for you to peek out and have your pistol ready. It sounds like the footsteps are going into the room across the way. You hear that door close. You can see the hallway doorknob turn when suddenly a crash comes from downstairs. You hear the footsteps quickly descend the stairs. You come out of hiding. You can now investigate the documents on the desk further, or you can follow the intruder downstairs. To investigate the desk, skip to chapter 27. To go downstairs, skip to chapter 26. Chapter 27 You return to the desk and begin to put together a more clear picture of what the Kraken was doing with Lockington's money. Besides stealing it, he's also laundering the money through the Franklin Club. You carefully feel under the desk for catches and grooves. Your finger stops on a button. You recognize from its placement that it is a panic button, probably attached to an alarm. You continue checking the desk, and find no secret compartments. You hear a fight going on downstairs. As you listen, you hear a loud thud, and then the fighting is done. Then you hear the jeep in the driveway start up. You look out the window, and see the jeep drive away. You bound down the stairs, two steps at a time, and you realize you can't catch up to the driver. You could check out the scene of the fight, or you could go after the Franklin Club lead. To check the fight scene for clues, skip to chapter 106. To go after the Franklin Club lead, skip to chapter 28.
Chapter 28 You decide it's best to go immediately after the Franklin Club lead. On the drive to the club, Sanders calls to tell you that Gemini has revealed the Kraken will be at the Franklin Club tonight for one final deal before leaving the country. Your lead turned out to be golden. When you arrive, you park down the street so you can case the club. There's a bouncer at the door, checking everyone before they can go in. If you go in the front way, you'll have to leave your gun behind. You notice a few people dressed as waiters going around to the back. You could easily disguise yourself as one of them and get in that way. Either way, you have to get inside and find the Kraken. To leave your weapons behind and go in the front entrance, skip to chapter 72. To disguise yourself as a waiter and take the kitchen entrance, skip to chapter 73. Chapter 73 You decide to go for a stealthy approach. You'll be able to get close to the Kraken without him realizing. You grab your waiter outfit from the trunk and change in the car. You quickly find the kitchen entrance and try to blend in with the others. You grab a tray of drinks and food and ask who it's for. Someone shouts a table number to you and you head out the door. Once you're in the actual club, you scan the room for the most likely place the Kraken would be seated. You notice a stairwell heading up to a room with a window overlooking the club. You can't see in the window, but you think that's where a shady underground assassin will be sitting. You go up the stairs carrying the tray. With your free hand, you check that your gun is still secure. You open the door and whatever conversation was happening in the room has stopped. We didn't order anything. The older man sitting in a large plush chair says to you. He must be the Kraken. Sitting across from him is a man in a dark suit, probably his guard. Compliments of the club, you lie. You set the drinks on the table and use that as cover to remove your pistol. You point it at the Kraken and tell the other man to set his guns on the table. He does so very slowly. I don't know how you found me. I even had a man inside your organization to throw you off, the Kraken says. You're not sure if he's bluffing to confuse you or actually making a confession. You use your communicator to call for backup before you put the Kraken and his guard in cuffs. The next day, Sanders debriefs you. The Kraken was working with one of our men. Gregory Lockington faked his own death to work for the enemy. You can't believe it. You knew Lockington and would never have suspected this of him. So now, Agent, Sanders says, we've caught the Kraken and must go after his men, starting with Lockington. This path ends here. To pick another path, return to Chapter 1. Out there in Benview Podcast Land. My name is Josh and this is Jesse. Hello. And we happen to do a podcast about video games called the Extra Damage Cast. Indeed we do. If you like to talk about video games or more accurately listen to other people talk about video games, you should check out our podcast. It's at extradamage.com or on the Benview Network website, whatever that is. This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.